And now, the podcast of the world's greatest fantasy football league, the BFL, with your hosts, Dan Dove and Jim Multerry. Episode 17 of the BFL podcast, heading into week 17. We finally got these yeah. things synced up. Yeah. Hey, Jim, hey, how's it going? Hey, Dan, happy new year. We missed a week so that we could get everything in line. So 17 finally. for 17. I love it. That's right. Uh, so we're uh, we're going into championship game, and let's give a quick recap. Last week in the match between you and I, uh, I stunk up everything. I had led the league in scoring for the season, and I couldn't even beat anybody in the uh, in the playoffs. None of the four teams, uh, or none of the other three teams, um, I, I would have lost to anybody I played last week. So yeah, I'm real real pleased with my performance. Hey, our performance. hey, listen. I've said it all year. You play to get to the playoffs, and then at that point, it's to me, it's luck. I mean, so much of it is luck. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry, I had to beat you, Dan. Uh, yeah, I, I, I always... mean, it's uh, there was no luck this time. I mean, God, I thought about it a lot heading into the game, and then it's definitely after how who we'd lost. I mean, we made the only trade we made all season was on opening night during the draft. And so then we lost McCaffrey and we lost TJ Hawkinson and we lost Chris Godwin the you know week before the championship game. And I'm just we were just absolutely scrambling. We lost Lamar Jackson, so that meant um, you know, no a backup throwing to Marquise Brown. So we wanted to play Marquise Brown, but then we were like, oh, who's this guy? And so we were scrambling, and then we lost James Conner, and he wasn't gonna play. So we need to find another running back. And it was, I mean, he and I, Julian and I, were on the free agent wire for like three straight days just trying to figure out what we were going to do. And then, you know, at the end, it clearly wasn't enough. And even the the best options we had out there wouldn't have been enough to beat to win our game. Yeah. So very disappointing. Yeah. And then the other other side of the the – the ledger was uh, was Steve and Andy, and uh, you had an upset over there also where um, Steve, again, who's been rolling 180 points um, off of a 136 for Andy, who, you know, same kind of deal. I think Andy was probably scrambling when uh, Travis Kelsey uh, went on the list, um, and you lose a lot of points there. And then I think, you know, the, the Saturday – Saturday games, I think, were a bit of a canary in the coal mine there when Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, probably had one of his lowest scoring games of the season with 11. So um, going into Sunday's action kind of in that spot was was tough to come back from. And, you know, Steve and I this weekend, and we're no strangers, I think this is probably our fourth matchup in the finals, maybe, maybe the third. Wow. Um, I feel like every time I've been there, it's been against Steve. And uh, he's on fire. He's He's rolling. He's got uh, you know, doesn't look like he's got anybody right now impacted by COVID. He's got Austin Eckler coming back from the list. Um, he's going to be he's going to be tough to beat this weekend, but we'll 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 see what happens. Yeah, I do believe it was Andy Pankratz last time we had him on who said well, we should just tank and keep Steve out of yeah. it because he's going to win this whole thing. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. Maybe maybe you should have done that because uh, well, I wouldn't have felt good about that. Yeah, no, you guys did it the right way. We'll see. We'll see what happens, Steve. When you're listening, good luck, dude. I hope. Uh, Hope it's a good matchup this weekend. You know what's interesting, yeah. Dan, is um, for weeks now you've had Thursday games. We had Saturday games, and you know in our matchup, I had Debo and Devante, both who played Thursday, Saturday, both put up big weeks. So sort of new 
where we were likely headed going into Sunday. This week, every game is on Sunday, and I don't think the Sunday night, I think Sunday night is Vikings Packers. And then on Monday, it's a dog. It's like Pittsburgh and Cleveland, I think. So we'll know, we'll know who's winning this thing by the end of uh, Sunday's action. Yeah, that's good. I mean, uh, should be interesting to see who's going to get that trophy. And uh, Joey will have to send it to someone, and hopefully he'll get it out uh, in a timely manner. And you guys, one of you will have the trophy to put up on your mantle. As long as he uh, sends a couple Outback Steakhouse gift cards in there with the trophy, like years gone by. (laughs) I remember that. That was was Don We we had an owner, Don, who – uh, I think I won it that year, and it took Don like four months to send it. And uh, he said um, he was fine. He was great with it. Finally got it in the mail. Told me he would send me Outback gift cards with it. I never got those. So Don, <laughs> Don, if you're listening, man, I still go for Castle fries and a blooming onion. Uh, then anyway, uh, you yeah. know, Dan, you, may, you bring up a good point, and, and again, it, it never is fun to lose, uh, obviously, and you know. I may be singing a different tune on Monday next week after the, after this weekend, but uh, I think part of fantasy is getting comfortable with not winning. And I've said it a lot: it's, it's about the fun, it's about the season, and having a good time. But beats, uh, especially the tough ones, are hard. I had a league this past weekend; I lost by one point in the championship uh, in a league I'm in with a bunch of dads. And uh, last year, same owner beat me in the semifinals where we tied. In the semifinal playoff matchup, his tie he, oh. he won the tie break. This year he beat me by one point, and I had Justin Jack- Justin Jackson sitting on the bench who put up thirty five. Mm. So um, you know those those eat at you, but uh, if you can get comfortable with uh, being on the wrong side of those once in a while, feels a lot better when you win one. So um, yeah, anyway. I don't think I can get comfortable with it. Yeah, well. No. <laughs> each, each his own, right? Each his own. I, I will wallow in my misery gonna, until I finally quit. I'm going to get you there. I don't want you to quit. So uh, anyway, we're having too much fun. No, I do think there's uh, – I sit there and I think about – and I was thinking about something heading into the playoffs was we have so few teams. Eight teams is not much. Yeah. And I was like, would it have been better – Instead of extending the regular season by a week, would it have been better just to have everybody make the playoffs and have three weeks of playoffs? It's one way to look at it. I mean, I think I wouldn't suggest that in a league with more than eight teams, um, but, no, it, but in our format, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, you know that's kind of like the I know the NCAA tournament has you know conference winners and at large and all that stuff, but you know if everybody gets in, everybody's got a shot. So something to be said for that. Well, you know, in years past, we've talked about the trade deadline and is it too late? Is it too early? You want, you don't want it so late that people who are no longer in it give away guys. You don't want it too early um, that guys who might still be in it don't know what to do. But if everyone uh, is going to make the playoffs, no matter what, then it doesn't really matter when the trade deadline is sure. because everybody's going to make the playoffs and maybe nobody will give up. Yeah, that's a good point. And it would, totally change my approach to to the league because as we've talked about it I, I i just try to win each week and if you knew you were getting into the playoffs and you didn't have to build up those wins then i guess you'd be playing for seeding you know most points probably gets the top seed or something like that um be interesting yeah. it'd be a, definitely a different uh strategic approach for sure and for guys who are new to the league like somebody like phil it 
And then not that Phil didn't stay with it all season. He did. But it gives him a reason to keep growing and building his team throughout the year. You don't get a five-game losing streak and be like, screw this, whatever. I'm terrible at this. Yeah. And give up. You're going to make it. You're going to get in the playoffs. And who's, who knows what happens then? Anything. Especially a year like this. Yeah. Put it out for a vote, man. I'd be up for it if everybody else yeah. is for next year. It would be interesting. It would be pretty- We've never done anything nah, like that. No, nah, it'd, it'd be cool for sure. Um. What what did you get for Christmas? Anything football related? Yeah, you know, I uh, football related. Um, I got some good stuff. Um, you know, from my family. Um, they always take good care of me. Got a couple nice gifts from work. But I got to tell you, Dan, the best gift I received was uh, three or four days before Christmas in the mail. I got a copy of Best of Bish. Um, <laughs> yes. Which, uh, if you remember our, our uh, episodes earlier in the year with Spano, um, we we talked about the best of Bish. What's the song he sings? Oh, he sings on and on, on and on. Might, yeah, it might be you. And if you've ever seen the Money Pit, yeah, he sings he sings the uh, the closing song to Money. Pit. Okay, so uh, I I think uh, that would be by far the best gift I I received it, and it was in CD format, which yes. has to have some value uh, to it. So Spano, I know you're uh, a, a listener, man. Thanks, dude. That was very uh, considerate of you. Uh, I also got a yes. copy of Best of Fish, yeah. and I laughed so hard I did. when I opened that up. I was actually I was expecting it to be something else that he and I had talked about from our days at the radio station, and I was like, "Oh man, he sent me uh, he sent me a, a dat or you know a tape of uh, some of our old shows." And when I opened it up, I laughed yeah, so hard. It's really cool. Yeah. I had to tell my wife and kids what it was all about. It was really funny. It was really really well done. Yeah. Really so well thank done. you, Spanner. Thanks, Spanner. Very cool. Um, one of the, uh, best gifts I got is something I'm, I've been working on, uh, this morning and yesterday morning, my son, uh, Julian got me the Seinfeld Lego. Ah, that's and, uh, awesome. It's, it's the little, like his, his apartment basically. And that is hard to believe, but that is the first Lego I've ever gotten in my life. Really? Lego, like a proper Lego set. Yeah. You build- not, not like one that's like 50 pieces. You build it yet? I'm working on it. Nice. Yeah, I'm working on it. We uh, we sat there yesterday morning and we watched uh, watched Seinfeld, and uh, and I worked on it and they watched Seinfeld with me and it was so fun to sit there and watch my son laugh at Seinfeld on you know episodes he's never seen before, and um, so that was that was a, a real treat. Hey, speaking of of your son, how how has it been this year? His first year as an active owner in the BFL, has he enjoyed himself? Other than obviously last week's. Uh, uh, Ender. Yeah, he enjoyed it. He really liked it. And anytime I would say something about, um, I'm going to lose this week, he'd say, we're going to lose this week. <laughs> you know, there's like, it's 20 years of me playing fantasy football by myself. So it's, uh, I have yeah. to get some things out of there. And he's just as cynical as I am at this point. <laughs> you know, I'd say, I'd say, uh, Hey, guess what? Uh, Chris Godwin's done for the year. And he'd go, Oh, great. Yeah. Great. It's <laughs> awesome. We we did a, a family league this year, um, you know, with, with a bunch of my son and some of his cousins, uncles. And uh, my son and I met in the pl- semifinals in the playoffs of our league. And it, it was interesting. I don't know how we got there, but it's a two-week playoff. So mm-hmm. we played two-week semis, and now it's the last two weeks of the regular season. And I ended up beating him by 0.8 points. And, oh. And – you know, I was digging in on myself uh, on my one point loss in that other league. And uh, same day I go and I say, I'm dreading telling him what happened. He wakes up. He said, who won our fantasy game? I said, oh, buddy, here's the score. I show it to him and he looks at it and he just goes, oh, well, 
and just goes on and does something else. I was like, that's the kind of attitude you need is like, you, you get a bad beat like that. And he's just like, you know, whatever, on to the next one. So uh, I, well, he's a Mets fan. Right? He is so a Mets fan. So he's already ready to uh, move on. He's, <laughs> he's built, built to, to, to withstand extreme disappointment. So <laughs> I shouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's great. What do you think? You want to do locks here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know, we should look ahead real quick. I, very briefly. Yeah. It's you and Steve this week. Steve and what I. is the uh, what is the um, the current projection yeah. show? Yeah, is got it. Like it. One got it here in front of me. It's a fifty fifty split. Uh, one forty one to one. Well, we'll round Steve up to one forty. Um, right down the middle. Uh, you know, just Steve has got you know big guns all the way through. Um, he's got. Pretty much his whole lineup is, is is cranking right now. When you look at Allen, Zeke, and, and Eckler as his running backs, Jamar Chase has woken back up. Waddle's been awesome. He goes Andrews Gronk on the double tight end um, and getting some good production out of Cooper and the Cowboys defense uh, against a, just a collapsing Arizona team at home. So he's lined up well. Um, for me, you know, I've gotten uh, by all year with Tom Brady. Um, I played Mahomes last week um, and, and got a couple extra points there. I think I may flip back to Mahomes. I'm still undecided on that. Um, and uh, I wanted to match his two tight end with Darren Waller, who I thought would be back this week. Um, he's going to be out. So I'm going to cross my fingers with uh, with Tyler Lockett. And um, we'll Ooh. see. We'll see what happens. Any, uh, yeah, I was going to say anything you're really struggling with that, you know, but yeah. it sounds like you're walking nah, through. Yeah, Brady Mahomes is the one. Um, I was, you know, wrestling. I, I've, Sony Michelle has picked up for me, um, you know, as, I, as I've constantly changed my lineup. I was left with a pretty big RB2 hole earlier in the year, and I picked him up when Henderson was hurt, and then Henderson was COVID. Henderson was supposed to be back this week, and then he got on the IR. Um, and so I, I'm locked in there with with Michelle. But no, I, I think uh, I've, I've got the best I've got here. And uh, now it's just sit back and nothing can do. It, it you know, yeah. could have a bad week. Cam, could have a great week. Who knows? Cam Akers playing this weekend? Cam Akers, Akers it, it, last I saw, is likely not playing. I did pick him up, um, and that was more out of like if Michelle goes down with COVID. Uh, just to yeah. have that depth, I've you know I've been copying uh, Andy's approach with these handcuffs uh, about midseason. I kind of wised up to it, and especially now with COVID, it's like you, you know on a dime somebody could go down. You know, Antonio yeah. Gibson just is out with COVID. I don't even know who the backup running back on Washington is. Um, but uh, McKissick, yeah, maybe. So if it's a McKissick, uh, I think they have another guy in there. That's a lot of that's a lot of volume. They're home against the Eagles, so they should score a little bit of points. That could win you a league. I mean, that um, that's that's crazy. I could say that on yeah. on the show here because I don't think Steve or I would replace either of our guys with uh, with with whomever that player might be. Right. Or Steve, if you want to go replace Austin Eckler with uh, McKissick, be my guest. <laughs> so all right let's get to it it's yeah. time for lead pipe locks and now lead pipe locks all right let's do it so uh, a quick recap uh i am eight out of 45 you are five out of 45 guests are four out of 24 um and that still puts me in the lead 17.7 percent 
guests at 16.6% and you are trailing at 11%. But you can catch up this week because last time around, neither of us got any right. So you're still trailing by three. Trailing me by three. So I could still tie you, which is cool. You could still tie me. And have I passed the guests, did you say? No, you're still oh, five percentage points. Unbelievable. Five, yes. So <laughs> that's unreal. All right. Let's see what I can do here. So All right. my approach this week is um, guys I really liked in the draft um, who have done um, not much of anything this year, but are poised to have big week 17. So my first player at quarterback in that position is Trey Lance. Um, Trey Lance is QB uh, 10 on ESPN's rankings going in, uh, 11 maybe. Garoppolo is hurt. They're home against the Houston Texans. Um, I, I had such a – I was so into Trey Lance, Dan. I probably told you that at the beginning of the year. Drafted him everywhere, and he's done absolutely zilch. So yep. if I'm going to get anything out of him, it's going to be a, a hit here at, at Week 17. Well, they need him to have a big game. So uh, yeah, they're still it's alive. Right? Possible. They're still alive yeah. in the playoff hunt. So um, they're playing for something. So yeah, Trey Lance. We'll see what happens there. Okay, I'm gonna uh, go with a, a team, another team who's really fighting and uh, trying to turn it around to make sure they get into the playoffs. It's Kyler Murray at Dallas. Okay, and Dallas been some high scoring games, so I kind of think that he has a good chance to put up a, a bunch of numbers. So Kyler Murray. All right. Love Kyler Murray. He's struggled, but he's got to be due. Um, running back. So one running back who I really, really loved coming into the year and has not been great. I don't even remember who had him in, in BFL. Uh, I don't love the matchup at Indianapolis, but I'm going to go Josh Jacobs, um, running back for the Raiders. Uh, at a glance, he's about the 12th running back here on the list. I had big hopes for him. I I thought he'd be um, I thought he'd be much better than he has been. Um, and uh, I don't even remember who drafted him ahead of of me. But um, yeah, he he hope he has a little bit left in the tank here um, against the Colts. Although I th- yeah. I think the Colts are uh, didn't Wentz go down with COVID? Isn't that the latest um, COVID yes. hit? So they they've got some issues. So who knows. Yeah, I, but is he back this week? I don't know. Well, he's unvaccinated. So yeah, he, I think Wentz actually has it. I think he's. I think he's positive. So uh, yeah. he's definitely out this week. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Josh Jacobs was a guy that we had looked into early. Spano ended up drafting him. Is that who got him? Um, but the reason I he we kind of took him off our board for any kind of early round thing is because he's not a three down back. Yeah. So he doesn't Point. catch the ball very often. Uh, and in a PPR, you need those running backs who catch the ball. I just thought the Raiders would be so much better than they were, and they started out so hot, and David Carr was just blazing those first few games, and they've just been murder. Um, they, they've had their share of um, adversity this year with uh, what's his, the coach and the Henry Ruggs, and uh, so they, they've uh, – who knows what they yeah. would have been like if Gruden had stayed and the guy hadn't gone to – yeah, you know, it was a, they've had a mess of a season. Somebody. Yeah, they've had a bad year, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to stay uh, in the AFC, and I'm going to go Nick Chubb at Pittsburgh. That's a good one. Um, they've really got the, – the Browns have, uh, have got to get a win. It's a division team. Yeah, they're on the road Monday night. Um, but everything kind of goes through the running backs in Cleveland, right? I does. Mean, Baker Mayfield has not been able to connect with these wide receivers this year. So if they're going to have a big game and they really need it, 
they're going to have to have Chubb to uh, have a good night for them. Yeah, I like it. I like Nick Chubb a All lot. Right. I thought he'd be uh, – he's had a great year, but I, again, another guy who I thought would be – I think he was hurt. Maybe he had COVID. Um, I don't think he played he was the hurt. season. Um, no, he didn't. Another guy who I loved coming into the season, uh, I think maybe Phil drafted him pretty high up uh, at receivers, A.J. Brown. Tennessee, uh, Tennessee's home mm-hmm. against Miami. AJ Brown had a big game last week, um, coming back from an injury that's held him out about six weeks. Um, again, Tennessee's another team where it's like, man alive. I know they lost Henry, uh, but they have not been able to do a whole lot. Julio Jones hasn't been what they thought he'd be. Um, and so AJ Brown, again, another draft pick to click for me, uh, hopefully helps me out here in, uh, in my last lead pipe lock, uh, pick of the year, right? Or are we going to do it next week? Oh, if we have a show, we can do it next week. Yeah, all right. Mm. Well, yeah, why, not, why not go all well, – I mean, if we're still doing shows in the playoffs, we can keep doing that type of Yeah, so AJ um, Brown, let's see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, that's another that's another game that I could see being high scoring. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee, both these teams need wins, um, especially Miami if they want to make the playoffs. And uh, AJ Brown's going to have to come up big for them, I'm sure. Yeah, Miami's defense has been pretty solid the last six to eight weeks. Um, I will stay in that game, and I'll take a guy that has bounced around our league so much this year. He was drafted, I think, and then he somebody dropped him, and I picked him up, and then I dropped him, and then Steve picked him up, maybe for the second time. And uh, I'm going Jalen Waddle, who's just had an awesome season. He has. And uh, put up a lot of numbers. Dead. Steve's starting him this week as he should be because he's a he's a starter now in fantasy football. He's the eighth overall on the list, which um, again I think gives Steve a lot of credit there for sniping him out and doing it at the right time. Uh, it's how you win championships. Like, like I said, he's been off and on rosters all year. Grab them at the right time. He's heating up. Love it as a lead pipe lock. He's been scoring all year. Here, here it is. Here's a. Uh, Here's his transaction wire. Drafted by Spano in the 13th round. Dropped. Picked up by me for three bucks. Dropped two weeks later. Uh, added for three bucks by Spano again. Dropped um, two weeks later. And then added by uh, Steve on November 6th for nothing. Wow. Got him for free. And second half of the season, the guy has been undroppable, basically. He's he has really been good. undroppable. He's uh, 18th overall receiver. Um, but you look at his numbers recently, uh, You know, he's been a 20-point-plus fantasy producer uh, all the way back to week nine. Um, yeah. He missed a game with a bye and then an injury, but otherwise he's been you know 18 to 25 points solidly. Um, I hope that doesn't happen this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Cool. All right. Good stuff. So that's uh, that's the show for this week. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week to talk about who Joey needs to send that trophy to ASAP. Uh, is it going to be Jim? Is it going to be Steve? Who's going to add another BFL championship to their history? We'll see. And, should be exciting. And uh, again, uh, Steve, good luck uh, this weekend. Um, if you win, you got to come on the show next week. Um and uh, and if you don't, we'll uh, we'll be talking about it and, and Dan on here during the holidays and be a lot of fun no matter what happens to wrap the season up with you uh, sometime next week. For sure. All right, man. Have a good. All one. right, brother. Thanks. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at real underscore BFL.